following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro Eastside and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass at Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Oss is here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Yes, happy Saturday. Yeah, I hope you're all having a great weekend, getting ready for the holidays. I know I am not quite there yet. Yeah, me neither. But uh, I'm a little. Of... I sent out a survey recently asking people, "Are you like the, you know, the person who's like way in advance of things, or are you the average Joe, or are you the like last minute procrastinator?" And I was like, "I'm a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm better than I was last year. Uh, are you? So I'm I'm a little bit ahead of it. You okay. know, thanks to you know clicking on my my computer. You know, and things just magically showing up on my, you know, showing up at the doorstep. So mm-hmm. got to kind of like that part of it. Uh, but I've helping m- that local company that's uh, affecting the overall economy here. Is that what you're saying? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, all those jobs. You know, all those oh, jobs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. However, uh, I haven't made it into a mall in a very, very long time. So not yes, really I w- my thing. I I'll tell you what though, you can see where the online is definitely impacting. Some of the staffing in the malls. Well, big time. Yeah. I I will say I had to go buy a a dress for the so the Renton Chamber where I'm on the board mm-hmm. did their annual Chamber Gala and it was a Monte Carlo uh, themed event that Fun. we did down yeah. at the uh, Southport uh, buildings and, and this time not Beautiful at the Hyatt not at the Hyatt at oh. the actual office buildings which are okay. opening yeah. up yeah. across the way mm-hmm. um, the Seco Development you know buildings mm-hmm. that are there gorgeous interior very you know great great location really enjoyed it um but i went to a certain other locally based company mm-hmm. that has large you know locations in malls mm-hmm. i'll just say without saying all right right yeah. and um i kid you not i was in there for about 20 25 minutes and not a single person approached me to help me mm. not a single one yeah. while i'm looking at Two and three hundred dollar gowns. Wow! And yeah. I thought this is so interesting that mm-hmm. not a single person. And you know what was really funny hmm. was they closed the store while I was in the dressing room. <laughs> Even like for no the joke. Night. I was in there in my skivvies yeah. in between dresses. Oh boy! And they're like, "Thank you, patrons, and the store is closed. Uh, you can exit at the west <laughs> entrance." Oh, man. And I'm yeah, like, "That's scary." Nobody even came in to like clear the rooms. And I'm like, I worked in retail way back in the yeah. day. I was like, okay, yeah. that's a security risk. Right. Oh, that's yeah, a bad time. customer yeah. service thing. I mean, yeah. it was just like, and then they didn't want to hold the dresses. Well, that, they wanted I was to like, go home. I'm like, you've already closed <laughs> the registers. I can't buy them. Yeah. And I still need to decide between these two. I'm like, what oh, in the world? Wow. It, was, it was so weird. Yeah. yeah. It was well, just weird. And I'm just, you know, so for <laughs> listeners out there, you know, express your experiences. You know, this is something like in our team all the time, we're asking for surveys and feedback from Mm -hmm. our customers. And it's super important that businesses know what you're experiencing. Absolutely. Because they can't fix it unless you say something, right? Right. So when I walked out and asked this gal to hold the dresses for me, she was like, no, I'm sorry, we can't do that. And I'm like, but you can't sell them to me. So why would you not hold them till the next day when I can come back? And then I found a different person 
who said, yeah, that was stupid. So she's like, let me take yeah, that me for take, you. Yeah, let me sort you out. <laughs> and she well, did it, but it was still, it was you, very you, awkward. You may have come across a, a temp employee, you know, so the, a lot of those Maybe, places but hire a no, bunch during the holidays. Yeah, but you know what? I moved here exactly 30 years ago, December 1989. Yeah. And I worked in retail. My first job was a Christmas job yeah, at Burlington yeah. because I didn't know anyone out here. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to take a temp job. And I still worked my booty off and gave good customer service. There was no, there's no reason to take a temp job and act with a temp mindset. That's goofy. It's amazing. Yeah. Or maybe it, I'm it, just. Maybe I'm. I maybe I'm different. I don't know. I don't think that's the case. I'm I know there's some good people. Very out there. rarely am I overwhelmed, you know, with the level of service. But when I am, I, I let them know. Oh you know, yeah, you when fantastic it's great. And oh, I really heck appreciate yes. it. Heck and, yes. Uh, you know, if it's a restaurant or whatever, I will. Mm-hmm. I will tip. Good. Oh yeah. You know, if somebody actually goes out of their way and gives good service. I make a good point service. of telling yeah, the management, for sure. like, you got yep. a good one there. Keep them Exa- happy. Exactly. Yeah, that's a keeper. Yeah. You know, because I've had other, you know, incidents where I've had to actually, like, walk around the restaurant to find somebody say, can I get my bill? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to leave. Yeah. And, uh, you know, which which is. Yeah, because like, you don't want to dine and dash. No. No, I'm not, I wouldn't do that. No. I don't want to say what I'm saying. You're looking at me like your eyebrows, like, halfway up your forehead. <laughs> There is a part of me that thinks it might. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not no, saying no, you no. would know. There's, I, although there probably have been people who are just like, if I can't find anybody, then I guess that's your yeah, problem. I'm just going <laughs> to. You know? right. But yeah, uh, yeah. I suppose no. so. But it is that time of year, though, that um, for the people who are giving you good service, please treat them kindly. Yes. You know, there's that video that's gone a little viral of the person leaving a box of goodies for a delivery person and the little dance right, and right, stuff right. they do, yeah. right? Yeah, You're like, that. I think yeah. a lot of people have seen that. And, you know, there are a lot of people working really, really hard, whether mm-hmm. they're in the stores, in the cars and the trucks and everything, delivering your goods. Because when you're just sitting in your jammies, you know, clicking on some things, you know, it's, it's good. That's to right. Treat them and right. these folks have families. They have yes. things to do just like you and I do. But they're mm-hmm. out there working late at night and on weekends and everything else. Oh, yeah. So I, I really appreciate well, they sound that. Like real estate people. I know. Yeah. <laughs> or mortgage lenders for that yeah. matter. Yeah, that's right. That's at right. Speaking. So speaking of. Yes. Last week we were talking about the markets and and mm-hmm. just how few listings there are out there. And I yes. know there's a seasonality, mm-hmm. you know, part of that. But any changes? What's going on now? What's it looking like? It's it's the same. There's yeah. uh, we still have very low inventory. Um, that's a, for all the same reasons that we were just talking about last week. You know, there's there's a mindset that people have, and unfortunately, there's also um, national commentary that tends to have a lot of people follow what they say mm-hmm. about like oh it's a slowdown so don't do this but i can t- here's what i can tell you though the activity and pace of buyers who are out there is high yeah it's very high so i have some monthly indicators and such that are here uh, now granted the mls when they're doing their stats they're a month behind right cuz sure. i mean we're we're in december so course, i don't yeah. have any numbers for december but I do have um, things I'm going to be sharing later in the show about where we're at for overall uh, year-to-date closed sales, what's been happening with the prices, which we are still showing strong growth. Even mm-hmm. though a lot of people are saying that they feel like we're in a bit of a slowdown, mm-hmm. some of these numbers go against that commentary. Well, okay? and those, those slowdowns are national. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. But people think that they're applicable here. Mm-hmm. And if you are a seller and things are taking a little bit longer to sell, you think it's happening to you too. And we did we did have that adjustment. We talked about mm-hmm. this, you know, sure. a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 70% of all the properties were selling within 2 weeks or less. Yes. Now only about 20% of them are. 
So there has been some adjustment, but we are still a super strong market. So I don't know how quickly you want to start diving into this stuff. I know usually in our first segment, we also get into the market rate. So why don't sure. we talk about that first and get sure. that covered? And then we can go into more of kind of what really is going on in the market. Sure thing. Sure thing. Well, uh, you know, rates are, are, are hanging in there right now. You know, we got some employment statistics last week that uh, job growth was 266,000 new jobs created in November. Uh, one of the highest we've seen. Um, and, and a huge upward re- revision even from October numbers, which was down slightly. Our unemployment rate is the lowest that we've seen in 50 years. Uh, mm-hmm. We're down around three three and a half percent right now. Wow. And um, and so you know the we we've got this strength going on in the economy. Um, as a consequence, the Fed watchers are looking at that. The Federal Reserve meeting coming up here. Zero percent chance of them increasing or cutting interest rates at this point. They'll just keep mm-hmm. it the same <clears throat> this time around. So the market's uh, looking at that. And that actually, believe it or not, puts a little bit of upward pressure on mortgage rates, but mm-hmm. nothing significant. Um, everybody's going to be watching these holiday sales statistics and seeing how that uh, that goes. Uh, where we're at right now, though, the national average for 30-year fixed rate conventional loan, 3.79% for crying out loud. Nice. Still really, really good. 15-year mm-hmm. fixed rates are at 3.44%. Uh, FHA and VA, 3.39%. I mentioned it a couple weeks ago, but with VA, if you're a veteran, and especially if you're active duty, uh, VA has a, a, a fee they charge called a funding fee. Yes. And that funding fee is financed. It's typically tacked onto your, your loan balance. Uh, there's no PMI on a VA loan. You can buy a zero down, and there's no monthly mortgage insurance charge. There is a funding fee, though. But you know what? That funding fee uh, goes towards the GI Bill. So that fee that, that veterans are paying is used to help um, you know veterans get their college education, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So VA, you can buy zero down up to $741,750 in King, Pierce, and Snohomish counties. That number just went up you know, pretty significantly. So the, the other part, though, if you're active mm-hmm. duty a veteran uh, and you have a Purple Heart, that funding fee is waived. So oh, nice. Nothing charged. And if you are a veteran and uh, had any service-related disability, any percentage, that funding fee is waived. So it's it's a great, great program and, and one that uh, not every lender talks about because not every lender offers VA financing. Right. And uh, it's it's really, really worth um, checking out. And sometimes we'll, we'll come across that. I'll ask somebody, you know, we're looking at a conventional loan. They'll say, are you a veteran by chance? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, we have a mutual customer. I was just uh, about to ask. We're working on with that. that for a refi. Yes, that's right. That's yes. right. Uh, that, I was very excited uh, about that. Happens to be a veteran. Yes. And um, in fact, that customer, though, I will mention this, listeners, if you recently purchased a home mm-hmm. or if you refinance sometime in the near future or, you know, recent mm-hmm. past, uh, there has to be 210 days from when you purchased the home and made your first mortgage payment 210 days before you can refinance. Right. Before the loan can be, mm-hmm. be consummated. So we got a little bit of a waiting period there, not too terribly long. What's that, about seven months, a little over seven months. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then you're, you're good to go. Uh, so, so rates are looking uh, really, really good. We don't expect any huge changes to that you know, in the near mm-hmm. future here. It's, yes. It's fine. I felt really good about what you said on the appraisal for that one, too. Wasn't that nice? Yes. Oh, Reba, you. Our listeners okay, don't know this. I know that, but when you sold them that home uh, a few months ago for eight hundred, eight hundred, mm-hmm. appraisal just Excuse came me, in. Well, eight ninety nine. Eight ninety nine. 
appraisal came in at a million. I know. That was awesome. That was sweet. Yeah. Yeah. They are so excited. Yes. So we'll be that. talking a little bit about uh, those growth factors mm-hmm. when we return here on Open House with Team Reba. This show is all about the markets and what's going on locally. Rejoin us in a few minutes here at Open House with Team Reba. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. And I want to welcome our newest listener uh, to the show. <laughs> One individual? Uh, my, my, yes. <laughs> okay. My nephew's... Um, my nephew and his wife uh, just uh, just uh, gave or just uh, gave. My, oh, uh, they had a child. How do I put this? So I want to welcome Henry Owen Osnes. So he was born just a couple days ago. So seven pounds, we're eleven doc- ounces. Oh, there's cutie. a little picture of him. Well, then yeah. I should be talking about my nephew that was or grandnephew actually who was just born two there months ago. Tucker. And Henry's. Uh, so big, we're indoctrinating them early. Henry's big saying. brother. He's almost three. He told everyone Super that cute. that Owen was bringing him a puzzle. <laughs> what? So, yeah, he had it in his head that little the new baby Owen was going to be bringing him a puzzle. So he was excited to go to the hospital to get his puzzle. <laughs> so I've come to the conclusion that that certain company that delivers everywhere, boy, they really deliver from all kinds of different oh, places. Oh, goodness. So, uh, okay. Yeah. So we've got that going on. So congratulations, Chris and Kian. Yes. Little Owen, welcome nice. to the family. I'm sure Sarah's beside herself. My yes. my niece is so happy. Aunt. Yes, she's, she's been got on her our new, show before. New so. little nephew. Yeah. She's that's totally right. fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right. before the break, we were talking yes. about the market. Yes. And what is going on and why aren't there listings out there? Well, I mean, the why can be a number of different things, right? Part mm-hmm. of it is people get this um, misperception that this is a really bad time of year in which to sell. Yeah. And it's definitely not the truth. And we like, know that. Yeah. yeah, you and I both know that because, I mean, I've got 17 years now of personal anecdotal experience of this always being a very busy timeline for mm-hmm. us. Yeah. And sure enough, we're seeing that. In fact, just, um, you know, I'm a Zillow premier agent, and so we are getting tons and tons of requests for showings Mm -hmm. and all of that and so what it tells us is you know that the buyer market is still extremely active and i was talking about this just the other week one of the charts that i track really closely on the northwest multiple which is where we as a cooperative brokerage for you know this area uh all put our listings and i'm always looking at that comparison of the brand new listing to back on market to um you know price reductions pending solds all of that and right now the buyer activity is far outpacing whatever you know whatever we have that's on market and active, right? Yeah. And you and I, as we were on the break, I was showing you another chart um, that I just ran, showing what the inventory has looked like all year, right? So we, at the peak of the summer, which oddly enough this year happened to be the most number of um, active listings was in August, mm-hmm. which is not typical actually. No. Um, we had 18,247 listings active in August of 2019. And as of November, because again, I don't have a full mm-hmm. December to work with here, um, but as of November, that was down 5,000 units to 13,386. Wow, that's a chunk. That's a big chunk. And in fact, that is 
just below or right around what January was of this year um, and is actually still um, about 800 units less than December of the year prior in mm. 2018. Mm -hmm. So we even have less inventory than last year. And in fact, um, some of these other stats that I brought with me were saying that um, because we are having still this shortage of inventory for the year so far through November, mm -hmm. so this is year to date, January to November, we are down 4.3% overall closed sales. Mm -hmm. Part of that being because of lack of inventory mm -hmm. or good inventory, because I will say there's a lot more junk right. online. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not talking about junk in the trunk people here. We're talking about <laughs> like houses that could use some refresh. Mm -hmm. um, but year over year, the, because of that, it's still driving prices. Even though we have people having to do price reductions, those people were probably not priced well to begin with, right? Right, Because we're up overall in the Northwest multiple 9.9% over last year. In price. Yes. Wow. And so then um, we have a negative 31% year-over-year change in homes for sale of all property types. Wow. That's huge. That's a big drop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not good are there statistics that show how many months of inventory we have or what's your gut uh, yes. feeling let on me that? let me run that i don't think i even have to give you a gut i'm going to run this real time and see if i can get that from the mls while we're chatting about well, it here go. yeah so it's thinking sorry listeners you gotta you got a little thing thinking on my computer but i can tell you um the residential market itself between uh, well, new listings from November of last year to this year, we're down 12.9%. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So we, that's significant. So, so okay. I'm going to share this chart with you. Now, for, okay. for any listeners who want to see any of these charts, if you want us to send them to you, mm -hmm. just send me an email at info at teamreba.com. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to run reports for people who are curious about these types of things. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of information that we like to share with clients as well. Um, so what you're seeing is we've got January 2017 to October 2019 on a chart here. And we currently have just a little bit less, probably about a 1.75 months worth of inventory for meaning, the overall MLS. Meaning if, if no more listings came yes. on, everything would be sold within At the pace of sales so. as of today. Yes, yeah. at the pace of sales as of today, for everything that's currently active on the market, it would take shy of two months to and, sell everything that was there. And what's what's a what's a good market? I mean, when we Well, so a quote-unquote normal, normal market, market is yeah. considered 4 to 6 months. Four so we're still months. in a strong yeah. seller's market. But the, here's the thing. I was just having this conversation with people in my team this week. I I've got a bunch, like I said, we've got a lot of mm -hmm. new Zillow clients and past clients and other people who are talking to us right now. And I I just went through 60 listings for somebody mm -hmm. just to figure out like what to send to them to be mm -hmm. like, okay, here's some things that kind of meet your criteria mm -hmm. that we can set up a tour for. Right. And I immediately was able to take out half of them because they were subpar. Mm -hmm. They just, they were, oh, they yeah. were, you know, poorly prepared, uh, poor materials, poor upgrades or no upgrades at all. Mm -hmm. Um, but we're also in poor condition. Um, also, Please, 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 listeners, if you are going to hire somebody, if you're not going to hire someone like me who is super professional at what they do and uses great technology and great photographers mm -hmm. and 3D tours and all of that, could you please at least ask the agent you're hiring if they will use 
professional photos because it's not <laughs> that expensive to do it. I mean, there is a cost. And I mean, we, we spend about $3,600 on a bunch of the prepackaged stuff that we do for clients. Right, right. But I will tell you, as I was going through all of those listings, yeah. The number of cell phone photos made me want to just yeah. scream. I'm 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 chuckling, but and they're half million I'm, dollar I'm, houses. I'm really crying because it is frustrating, and you you want to get a good idea, feel for what that home is like, and and mm-hmm. if if the pictures are made with a potato camera, you just can't. <laughs> a potato and, camera. And I don't know. Whatever you know. The, <laughs> 1990s flip phone or something you know and it's it's like what my 89 year old dad uses you know it's it's so oh my gosh yeah oh my goodness you know these folks are are getting paid you know to give you a rep good representation of your Mm -hmm. home and if they don't even like get out of their car you know you got to see the bugs through the windshield you know as they're taking this picture let me let me give you another example i was looking at another house where, you know, my immediate thought by looking at the photos, not only was it cell phones, mm-hmm. but um, I looked at the condition on the inside. Right. And even in the yard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is a house where tenants are. Because, you know, that's that's sometimes, you know, so listeners, if right. you're looking online and you're trying to figure out what's going on, um, a lot of times, like when you look at a listing, you're like, oh, my gosh, why would somebody want their house to look like that? Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes it's because it's actually a rental, right? right. And renters aren't necessarily incentivized mm-hmm. to make their place look nice and for you. May not be tidy, right? It, yeah. Well, and they, okay, yeah. but here's the reality: the vast majority of people are just living in their homes, mm-hmm. right? right. Mm-hmm. How you live in your home is very different than how you sell your home, mm-hmm. right? right? For sure, and it's a big difference on where you've already moved out. Oh, you stage it's a lot it, of work else. keeping it's a home. Ton clean. of work. It's ton, a ton, ton, ton of work. Mm-hmm. And and the vast majority. I mean, I I can put my own house. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even put my own house on the market if I had to tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's really rare that somebody can do it in just days. Right. 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 Usually, it's weeks or months. Right. Like for my, some of that. Like my brother. Yeah, your brother was rare. I mean, <laughs> we've is. talked about him on the show before. Oh, that was a rare, right. rare consideration. But you know, I'm looking at these photos and I realize I'm like, oh my gosh, this is owner occupied, and it was terrible. It mm-hmm. just, I mean, it was messy. They didn't tidy up at all. Yeah. There were clothes everywhere. I mean, it just, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe that, you know, it's like either this agent did a poor job of discussing what this was going to look like. Because here's, here's a tip for you. What I tell clients of mine is when they're going through their kind of um, pre-packing phase, yeah. we don't like to call it decluttering, right? Because it's like everybody's got stuff. But it's when you're when you're going through the pre-packing phase and picking out the things that you don't use on a daily basis yeah. to pack away and get ready to store or put in the garage or whatever you're going to do, take pictures with your cell phone, not because we're going to use those online, but just so that you get the idea because about 80-some percent of everybody is looking on their mobile phones and so you need to know how that's going to come across in that format. Yes. Right. Uh, right. 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 And Absolutely. I have I have a phablet. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I have like one of those really big Note eights. Mm-hmm. And so mine's huge. And there's, you know, like the S style Samsungs are a lot smaller than my phone. So mm-hmm. the profile is going to be even smaller on that. Right? right. So you have to think about how is it going to present itself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, that's yeah. just one of the crazy things. One of the other things I was going to bring up to you um, about the inventory that did come on the market, and this is maybe why some people are feeling like there's just not enough for me 
right? Because mm-hmm. it depends on where you're trying to buy, right? Sure. So I'm looking at a chart that says new listings by price range. Oh, good. Right? Yeah. yeah. And so it's interesting um, when you look at this chart where kind of the bulk of the inventory is sitting. And what I can tell you is a lot of folks who are looking, say, like in Bellevue and North Seattle, mm-hmm. the pickings are slim because just not that much has been coming on the market right. at all. Mm-hmm. There's a big fat section that's basically between 250 to 550. Mm-hmm. And that is where the bulk of them are. And then there's some weird spikes because there's one big spike of uh, zero to 50,000, like 49,999. Okay. Land. Is uh-huh. that land? Probably all mm-hmm. land, yes. Mm-hmm. And, or mobile homes. Oh, right. That's the other mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Mobile yeah. homes, for sure. sure. And then, then there's a spike at the million to one million four nine 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 nine. So just under <laughs> sure. one to one point five million. Yeah. Because yeah. at one point five, it drops way back down again. So it's interesting looking at all of this to see kind of where because most people in Seattle are like, well, where are those other houses? Right. Like, not in Seattle. That's right. You know, when we come back, let's talk some strategies on how you can be you successful in your purchase. Endeavors got more open house with Team Reba when we come right back. Stay tuned. Don't go away. Open house with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba House of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. <laughs> You're about to jump about all over it. me there, weren't you? You're going gangbusters Let's go. today. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. All right. Well, you're getting all pumped up because we're talking about all these pending sales <laughs> and needing to. Well, I mean, so our listeners don't always know what you and I talk about during our little breaks sure. and stuff. And I was just showing, you know, uh, my co host here, Eric, the um, kind of the pace of. Uh, pending sales and new listings. And it was interesting looking at the historical pending sales by month that we're looking at from like 2006 to today. Right. The 2006 being the peak. Yes. Um, being you know, prior to peak. the great, to our, our big you know, housing and, crisis. And our pending sales for the last four years have all outpaced 2006. Mm-hmm. Right. Every right. single one of them. The peak has outpaced it. And we're back. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Most absolutely. So, you know, and what we're looking at with the new listings, you know, those are down a lot. You know, I'm looking at uh, November down, what is it? Comparing 2017 to 2018, 2019, we had for new listings in November of 2017 was 5,085. Mm-hmm. We had 5,252 last year. And there's 4,575 from this year. Yeah. So that's yeah. down 12.9%. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so we'll see where December lands and the overall year. But, I mean, it's everything's down. Same, those same numbers uh, go to the year-to-date numbers, and we're down 5% overall year-to-date. But I still have a lot of customers pre-approved out there mm-hmm. looking for homes. I oh, think yeah. we have more buyers looking out there than we have homes listed. We do. So we're, we're, we're going to get back into that that multiple offer type world we were in a year, year and a half mm-hmm. ago or so, yeah. which is, which is regrettable. Uh, but you have to be as a buyer prepared for that. Yeah. You know? And if you find the home that just came on the market a few hours ago, mm-hmm. 
you know, there, there's going to be some heavy play if it's a nice home, if it's a good listing. Yes. And, uh, you know, there, there are, like you mentioned earlier, uh, there are some dogs out there as well. Mm-hmm. But, but those are great opportunities for rehab loans. Yes, exactly. If and, you're willing to put in the time and the work. But like you and I also talked about on a recent show, mm-hmm. make sure if you're going to go that direction that you're starting to interview contractors ahead of time. Early, because it could be challenging getting your contractors lined up. Yes. But but with a renovation type situation, you can use a renovation loan to do anything you want to a home practically, almost almost anything. And, uh, you know, it, all the way down to, to getting it, adding space, adding additions, mm-hmm. you know, new bathrooms, kitchens. There doesn't have to be something wrong with the home to use a renovation loan. No. Uh-uh. The, only, the only catch to it is that the transaction will close as is, so it closes before any work is done. Seller's happy they're out of the picture. Uh, but to get to the point of closing, you got to be at the point where, uh, for instance, if there's building permits required, you've got those permits. You've yes. got to have your contractor lined up, got to have your, your plans and specs and all that for the project. Uh, because as a lender, when we do an appraisal of the property, we're going to be using the future value of that home, what it's going to be worth after those renovations are made, we need all that data to be able to to get a, an accurate appraisal. Right. So uh, definitely something worthwhile. So I got another question for you, Reba. Price per square foot. Yeah. I struggle okay. with this one a little bit. Because, Me too, just with the general nature of the question. <laughs> well, it is, and, and that's the problem with it is it's know, used in a general way. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll have clients, and they're compa- comparing one style of home in one neighborhood to another style of a home yeah. in another and neighborhood and say, oh, this one's better because the price per square foot is lower. Right. You that's can't do not, that. It's not how that works. Yeah. 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 It's really not how that works. A lot of people, um, yeah, you're right. So, uh, well, I'll just give an example. We had somebody on my team um, helping one of our mutual clients mm-hmm. recently. And I asked her to do a market analysis really quick because we were going to be submitting an offer on mm-hmm. their behalf. Yeah. And she got back to me. Now, she never sent me what she actually put together. Okay. Yeah, which I don't know if that's a good thing or not because it, it, we lost a learning moment. Okay. But when, she, when I asked a few poignant questions, I said, how did you pull the data? And because I had not gone over too too many of these with sure, her yet, sure, right? Because yeah. she's still new with us. And I said, "Where did you pull it from?" And the thing was, is this house is in Des Moines, mm-hmm. and she told me that she pulled houses from Kent, Federal Way, and Burien, and I think somewhere else. Oh, and, yeah, and, can't and do I, that. And I went, yeah. "Why would you like? What made you choose those other areas?" And she said, "Well, I couldn't find any other houses similar to this one." I went, "Well, what do you mean by that?" Because most neighborhoods have been developed all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? sure, sure. Uh, unless it's infill, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty right. rare, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and so um I started asking more questions. I'm like, "Well, what's the age of this?" And I'm like, cuz I'd seen the house in the listing and I'm like, "This is like a 1950s home. There was probably a bunch of them built all at the same mm-hmm. time. Like, what sure. are you talking about?" So we started kind of going through it. Now, I went and I was like, "Okay, I'm, I'm not going to use that one. And really what I think she was trying to do was to justify where our clients thought the price should be. Okay. And so when I went and comped it, I took the same square footage, same age. Cause the thing is, is like, I have to try and think like an appraiser, right? Right. So they're, they're having to go like kind. So mm-hmm. similar style mm-hmm. within plus or minus 10% square footage mm-hmm. typically. Right. right? Um, 
they have to be in the same like kind of physical location. They mm -hmm. typically look within a half mile radius. Call neighborhood, yeah. Right, mm -hmm. yeah. And then if they can't find anything at all, then they can go further afield. Mm -hmm. But they have to really look at that, you know, initial. There's also half a time mile. factor there too. It has yeah, to be a sale six with, within six months. Within the last six months. This correct. is really important. And if if you're looking like if somebody's doing searches online, you're mm -hmm. looking at some of these online uh, searches. Uh, click on the sold button. Mm -hmm. Look at what homes have sold for, but but keep it within about six months. Yeah, because that's the thing that drives me the most nuts. I'll be talking to somebody that might be a seller, mm -hmm. and they'll go, oh, well, but my neighbors, they sold their house for blah, X, you know, whatever right. number. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, but when? And the thing is, they they always think it was really recent, and then I'll go look it up, mm -hmm. and I'm like, that was a year and a half ago. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, gosh, was it? That was a different time. Yeah, completely. Yeah, we can't yeah. use that. No. We can't use that as a comp. So anyway, we went and looked at this particular property and you know, we couldn't just do it on a price per square because the thing was is there was a quality difference. Yeah. You know, the property that the client was putting an offer on was in poor condition. It had been a foreclosure. It had a roof issue. It had, you know, needed to be painted, it had mm -hmm. needed updates. But what I was looking at, what we were trying to figure out was was the price the bank put it on the market for appropriate? Mm -hmm. And it frankly was because the properties I found that were of like kind in decent condition, what would be mm -hmm. considered, um, you know, a, a condition that people today would find, you know, um, worthwhile to purchase sure, basically, sure. right? Not outdated, not damaged, you know, in good move in condition. Yeah. What we found was that those price points were 150 to $220,000 more than what this one was selling for okay yeah. and the thing is 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 knowing enough about what construction costs it was like well easily if someone put 150 dollars in this house it would match these other homes right. so this price point is appropriate even if there's not another home that's exactly sure. in this price point because they are accounting for condition right you can't just say oh that house is this and so therefore mine it's like no you have to look at everything involved and you're right you can't just say well this house is it 250 a square and then compare it to one that's at 150 that's two cities away right those are two completely different markets no absolutely same thing if you're building a home you mm -hmm. know what's the price per square foot i'm building a new home it's like uh, you know yeah it could be anywhere from 150 up to five or six hundred dollars a yeah. square foot depending on how fancy you're gonna go yeah if you want it super unfancy you can mm -hmm. just make it yeah. 80 bucks a square Put and it's you know, vinyl all the flooring down and for mica countertops and oh yeah you know you know your home depot yeah. cabinets and whatnot and yeah. that's fine but uh, if you're going higher quality, let's mm -hmm. we're going to move up to quartz, you know, or we're going to oh move gosh, up to. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you start adding things like oh, that. Yeah. yeah, real wood floors, oh, quartz countertops, good handle cabinetry. poles. Oh yeah. good heavens! Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some of those things will take your breath away. Well, that's like you know when we just had Gerald Grinter on the show, and mm -hmm. we were talking about when people do updates and upgrades, they have to be thinking about what did they just put into this, mm -hmm. right? So I used to be one of the agents that um, provided the feedback for the. Um, Cost versus value. Mm -hmm. uh, so the Association of Realtors and the Home Builders Associations nationally uh, would do these uh, cost value studies every year. Mm -hmm. And I used to be on that survey every year. And they, I think they just kind of put the kibosh on it because it was just becoming so skewed in different marketplaces. Mm -hmm. Um, because they were having agents from all over the United States putting like, oh, okay, if, like, if you do this and this style. Oh, gotcha. And, and they would yeah. be very specific much... about you know, the size of, like, was it an addition? Was it just an upgrade? What kind of materials? Like, what would that cost locally? And then what would be the 
future value of that, mm -hmm. right? Sure. And it started getting really difficult here because, you know, as the markets themselves change and the demand changes, that also impacts what the future value piece is going to be. And so if you're not really staying on top of some of that stuff, you're going to get some bad data, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Cause like we've talked about the fact that, you know, just the cost of labor here is the highest in the nation. Right. Does that translate into your house's worth? Mm, not necessarily. Mm, not always going to get dollar for <laughs> the dollar. Products, out of that. yes. Yeah, yeah, Labor, no. Right. Well, that's a real risk with a renovation loan as well, because mm -hmm. what we'll see some uh, that that you know cosmetically they we know they need some work, but there's also some structural issues with the home. It's got wiring issues or plumbing issues. Yeah. And uh, we worked on one recently where the the power was off, the utilities were off. So we really had, it was a bank-owned uh, property with a cool view, really nice view, but mm -hmm. had no idea when, when the power got flipped back on and the water got turned on what, what we were dealing with. And, yeah, and, and that, so can, that can be a surprise. It, it, can be, it can be a very expensive surprise. Mm -hmm. So as a lender, what we do is, is we, we add a contingency reserve to a renovation loan just in case there are some cost overruns and things like that with it. Uh, but... Yeah, you, you have to be really careful about that. But also, if I'm going to have to put $30,000 into plumbing and electrical, am I necessarily going to get $30,000 in increased value out of that home? Probably not. No. Because those, that's basic infrastructure. It, and You know, thank you for saying that, though, because, I again, I was just having this conversation with somebody that I was looking at a listing that they were giving a bunch of the, the quote-unquote upgrades that this house had. Mm -hmm. And they're like, the roof and this. And I'm like, well, except for that's actually considered maintenance mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on a home. Right. So I'll talk to some folks who are of a certain older age group who often think, oh, well, I put this much in windows and this much in roof and this much in some other stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's great because that makes that very livable, habitable. Yeah, less you know, maintenance great, in the near term. Less maintenance in the near term. And it has some value, but it's not the same as doing an upgrade in your kitchen. Right. Yeah. yeah. So not let's talk about some of those. bang for the buck. Yeah. On that one. Yeah, exactly. All right. So we've got more to talk about here on Open House with Team Reba. Join us after the break. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. Thanks for spending some time with us this mm -hmm. weekend talking about our market, our local market. Oh, yes. Our Lots nut, of nuts market. Our what market? Our little nutso market. Oh, you nutso. Know? So. I thought you said something. I was like, the what market? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it is that time. It, of, you're probably thinking it, about the chestnuts roasting yeah, over at Yawajamaya across the street. Yeah, that might be on oh, your brain. <laughs> know, could be, yeah. About ready to head over to Leavenworth also, you know, and you they go. always do their wonderful Christmas lighting thing. And thank mm -hmm. you, by the way. Uh, you, uh, yes. you know, took us out, uh, you know, a little while ago to go to the Clam Lights yes. down at Kulan Park and yes. uh, join you and your yacht club with a caravan of boats that all, all lit up like crazy yes well they'll be doing that again tonight yeah as there well you go. so they do a second run of that so they mm -hmm. do the friday night opener mm -hmm. and then they do the saturday of the following weekend yeah as well so oh, it's really fun yeah so after we air today this will be uh, happening again if, down there if you don't happen to be a float amble on down to Coulomb park there's a big long boardwalk thing out mm -hmm. on the water you can go yeah. out there and watch the lights come up and all the boats uh, you know the parade of uh, christmas boats yeah. going by yeah. a lot of fun yeah it is definitely a lot of fun and there's some really great 
spots nearby. I mean, obviously it's the Ivers, you know, clam lights, mm-hmm. uh, but there's a couple of restaurants down there. And of course the, the Hyatt has a wonderful over the water view. So even if you don't want to go and stand mm-hmm. outside, yeah. you could go, go and there. grab food and cocktails, nice and warm inside as well. A hot toddy. Watch yeah. the lights. There you go. Yeah. yeah. We were just go. there. Yeah. You know, the chamber did their gala. And so that was in that, fa- well, not in the Hyatt, but in the Southport building mm-hmm. next door. So it was really cool. Oh, it's a great facility. Yeah. yeah. Really, really fun. I guess I already mentioned that, but <laughs> I had a really good time. My whole team had a good time. Yeah. Did we you have went. a good time? Yeah. We had a great time. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so what was also interesting and a great time was during our break, you and I also started going over some other stats yeah. that we wanted to share, right? Yeah. So, okay. One of the things I want to make sure and point out before I get into some of this other stuff about the median prices is uh, days on market until sale, right? Because we talked about what the inventory level is, mm-hmm. right? So for listeners, it's, as we mentioned, inventory levels, when we say there's about just shy of two months of inventory, that's a static, it's like a balance sheet. Mm-hmm. Like it's one point in time, however much inventory there is, the amount of uh, pending sale activity. And if that pending sale activity were to continue with no other houses coming on the market and everything selling, how fast would they all sell? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Well, days on market until sale is an average of the number of days mm-hmm. that sure, properties sure. are on market. Right. Yeah. So for as of November, we had for residential properties um, 37 days on market, and that paced along with the same number in 2017, um, but is slightly less than what 2018 had. Okay. okay. Now, condominiums went up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Those went from 26 to um, in 2017 to 35 to 37. Okay. So they're pacing about the same as residential right yeah, now. Yeah, still pretty short. Right. Yeah. And year to date. They're they're equal at thirty five days, oh, wow. but that's still not yeah. that long. It's really not. Yeah, no. but it, it goes back to our whole conversation of there's a, a smaller percentage that sell really really fast because mm-hmm. for that still to be thirty five days average, mm-hmm. that means you know they can be you know from the fourteenth to the thirtieth day, the thirtieth to the sixtieth right, day, to right. the sixtieth to the because I'm seeing a lot of houses that are on market more than ninety days, but it does still tell us because of these numbers still being relatively small that there's a there's a strong number of them still selling quickly. Okay, I got a question about that too. Uh, sure. If you look at s- specific listings, you'll see the the listing history, mm-hmm. and it'll be on and it comes off and then it comes back on and it comes off. Oh, How gosh. does that impact days on market, and and is there a common denominator when we see things like that? Uh, not always a common denominator because mm-hmm. it kind of depends. Like some right. people actually just went off. In fact, one of the things is um, right around Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is the largest number of expired listings. Okay, people don't want to have their home listed during the holidays? Yep. Okay. Yep, that is absolutely one of the largest numbers of mm-hmm. overall expired days that happens. Sure. Um, so now, like another anecdotal thing that we just looked at uh, for another client, we saw a house that had been on market, then came off. Mm-hmm. It was on market for about three weeks, then came off for a few weeks, and then came right back on. And because we don't have access to the original photos, what we think happened, because based on the marketing comments and some of the agent remarks, we believe that someone went on market 
and then got a bunch of feedback saying, your baby's ugly. Mm. And <laughs> and they went and freshened up baby yeah. and put it back on market. Because yeah. that is a common thing to have happen. Sure, sure. Or a problem is found sure. or comes up and then they got to go fix it and put it back on market. Now, here's the thing. The cumulative days on market um, will show unless there's a gap of six months. Oh, good to know. Okay. So if it's on, it's off, it's back on. It's showing it's gonna all pick of all the that up. Yes, oh, it's pick I didn't up know all that. All the cumulative days. I figure this may be some sort of a, a you know tactic that some agents use to make it look, look like it's a fresher listing. Uh, some do it, but they don't understand. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's gotcha. a, there's a large number of people, just like the people using their cell phone cameras. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people who think, Oh, I'll do this. And then it'll be like a right. new listing and, or, or they'll cancel one and put it back on. Right. But right. the thing is what they don't realize is that our Northwest multiple listing service tracks it by tax ID number oh, okay. not, and, and address. It doesn't matter if the MLS number changed because gotcha. someone canceled and then came back on. It's still going to show that. So just as a tip, though, if you are someone changing agents, I've had to have this conversation. Mm. They're like, sure. oh, well, if I take it off for 30 days, can it be a new thing? And I'm like, well, not really. They're mm. still going to pick up that timeline yeah. because it's not been a six-month gap. Yeah, yeah. So there, there definitely are some changes there. Now, I, yeah. and I probably need to go back and confirm that because I think at one point they may have moved it down to as small as 90 days. Okay. But um, that's not a for sure. But I, as an I agent, can check too, you'll, you'll be able to see comments also in the in the listing most likely hey yeah. this oh, is 100%. relisted because well and you're also going to see whether or not there's been a price change difference mm-hmm. or you can ask your agent about that mm-hmm. so we have to i mean half my job is being like a private investigator right it's, it's researching all that yeah, yeah a lot of people think that it's all just like oh let's go out and show houses and no that's that's like 10 percent of the actual time spent at my job i spend a lot of time making phone calls, trying to discern, you know, what the history of a home is, mm-hmm. what's been going on. And, and with as enough experience as I have at this point, I pretty much can nail it every time. I do that also as a lender. I'm pulling the title history mm-hmm. on a, on a potential home Yep. because I want to see, you know, how, how long has the current owner owned it? Yep. If it's a flip, you know, if it's a flip home, somebody has been yep. purchased within the last 90 days, and there's a significant increase from the purchase price to the, the listed price. Just had that. You know, that's, that can be a, a red flag to a lender. Sometimes mm-hmm. we want to see more than we may ask for two appraisals. For so, instance, if we're concerned about what's going on. Yes. So I think yeah. I have a agent who may be um, giving me some faux info um, mm-hmm. because we had exactly that happen this week. So we had one of our Zillow clients call and... We they gave us three properties that they wanted to see, mm-hmm. and so I'm looking at the background on them, right? Because I'm you know, we've got enough days in advance mm-hmm. before looking sure. that I get to do a little research. Mm-hmm. And one of them, sure enough, I go and I look the days on market. It's been a little while, so I go to see what the history is. Mm-hmm. I can see you know there's like only one tiny, tiny little price change on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm, okay, what's going on here? And I see mm-hmm. that's been fairly recently refreshed, yeah. you know, on the interior. It's a sure. 1950s home. And uh, mid-century at least. And so I do a little more looking. Mm-hmm. And I go, oh, the person who owns it now just bought this in June. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. Someone had it under contract. It went on market in October. It went under contract. And then it failed. 
And so we called that agent to ask because it went yeah. through inspection. Okay. It was it went from pending inspection to pending. Okay. So then why did the sale fail? Exactly. And so I was asking one of our new staffers to call that agent to ask, was it the appraisal? Mm-hmm. And she tried to say, oh, no, uh, they just got cold feet and my client was very accommodating. And the thing is, that was private money. I know it was a flipper using private money for the deal. And here's the thing. Yeah, I like she, to look at She that. bought it for 280 and was selling it for 560 Well, there you go. Be careful out there, Big folks. Big Delta. That's right. Well, thank you for listening in today. Open House with Team Reed. We're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock. Thanks again for joining us. Have a great rest of your weekend. Hoping you're having some great holidays out there. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash max Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more Open House with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. Proceeding program was sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services.